Welcome to Sounds of Our Lives. I'm Victor Iveas. For the moment, this podcast is focused on the human experience during the pandemic, but it may start to change a bit in the future. The first few episodes have been a mix of stories and non-narrated pieces. Today you'll hear another Together in Sound, which is audio sent to me from people in isolation around the country. I wanted these pieces to stand by themselves, without my voice. I wanted people's thoughts and sounds to hold each other together. The second story is about a couple who can't be close to each other because of the virus. I hope you enjoy them. Part one, together in sound. We'll be doing the standing tower, staying alone in the deep, deep world. I am falling in love during this time with a woman who maybe knows my name but doesn't know my name knows my apartment I have no idea who she is I probably wouldn't even recognize her at the grocery store which is the only place we could meet up anyways <laughs> with redoulas wait and wait our patience shortened by the day I know that she drives this really badass car and she drives it and she parks it in front of the apartment complex across the street from my house and she makes her rounds and just the way that she walks (laughs) she has all the authority in the world she delivers the mail she gives people the coupons that they never thought that they would need but they cling to for a sense of normalcy she who delivers my mail and she comes up to my steps and she puts the mail in and she waves and then she's gone but she comes back every day and she gives me my mail she provides me with the only physical connection I can have with the people I love and I'm coming to know during this time every day I should be there now actually you know what let's go check I want to go check with you reaching for the strength as they die on the road for they are leaving us behind and dying in this sleep now she has delivered my mail didn't get to see her. That's okay though. <laughs> and in it is the most riveting letter. My most sacred piece of paper. The gig speed, endless possibilities, grande communications, um, pamphlet on internet. <laughs> well, so nothing special today, but sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I get mail from someone I love. Hey, everybody. My name is Michael Cast. I'm a vagabond and also a journalist. I've been down around the border in Arizona kind of trying to work out I was trying to work on a project and then coronavirus came along and suddenly wasn't super cool 
to be buddying up to people in a small town that didn't know you. For they are leaving us behind and dying in this leave now. So instead I've been camping out in the desert and sometimes in the forest and haven't talked to a human being face to face for more than a minute. But, you know, I talk to myself. I talk to my RV. Nobody wants us anymore, no. Talk to the trees. So uh, hopefully you guys can understand me because I might be speaking tree right now. The sun is feeding just the trees now. I eat a lot of eggs currently and a lot of beans and some pasta. All three food groups there. I uh, am aware that... I've read a few articles about people van life in and how this isn't a super friendly time for that. Mostly because we're dealing with small towns, small stores, and naturally they don't want a bunch of people driving through the country and popping in, carrying, uh, you know, the virus. So, uh, yeah, I've been trying to be conscious of that, and that's why I only talk to trees. We three do listen close to... The world gone quiet on its own. Hey, baby. How are you? You ready? You good? You good? Yeah? Do you have a good now? In order of sound appearance, Maddie May in San Marcos, Texas. The goats are from Albuquerque, New Mexico, sent from Lily Pongratz. Michael Cass lives in his RV somewhere in the Southwest. And Diana Rodriguez with her daughter Hazel in San Diego, California. Part two with the beehive. Uh, This is Wes Wilson. I'm just uh, here to visit my wife at the memory unit at the beehive. That's Wes Wilson on a recorded phone call while visiting his wife, Luella. Wes and I had to get innovative for how to tell this story, so we recorded phone calls. Wes is 86 years old and lives in Missoula, Montana. At least once, sometimes twice a day, he drives his white Tesla to see Luella, who is also 86. The Tesla came after the solar panels for his home. For Wes, solar is a matter of principle in the age of climate change. Luella lives in an assisted living center along Missoula's Clark Fork River. It's called a beehive. The two have been married for 64 years, and for the first time since the 1950s, they're apart more than they're together. I'm not allowed to go in because of the lockdown, and uh, so we're, uh, I've got a mask on so we can get, if we can find her, we'll uh, have her come to the window and talk through the window with my mask on. So let's see how we can do that. The only way for Wes to see Luella in the age of COVID is to stand outside, about six feet away, with his mask on. He worries that the virus might make its way into the beehive, noting how it affects older populations much more severely. It's hard to see through the window. <laughs> Can't see her. He's been visiting like this for weeks now. No, I can't get her attention. When the staff notices Wes is there, they guide Luella towards him if she doesn't see him right away. There she is. Wes and their children noticed Luella's memory was failing around eight years ago. And last year, she had a fall that put her in the hospital. The family decided she needed full-time care. Wes said the transition was painful. 
emptying her drawers and the things she had saved up over the years wasn't easy for him. According to the Alzheimer's Association, almost 6 million Americans are living with some form of dementia in 2020. Wes, who was a doctor during his career, calls it an epidemic in older populations. Hey, Lubella. Hey, there you are. How are you? You're looking good. Isn't it a nice day? Beautiful and sunny. And look at the buds are coming out on the bushes here. Wes and Luella met in Yakima, Washington during their college years. Wes was pre-med, and Luella was a nurse. Six months after they were married, Wes developed type 1 diabetes. He says Luella diagnosed him when she noticed his symptoms. Careful. And our first city is getting yellow blossoms all over it. Where are your babies? Well, you had a couple of dolls that you were carrying around yesterday. They're probably in your room. He visits Luella as often as he can, fearing that she might forget who he is. But right now, she knows exactly who he is and is always happy to see him. Yeah. You understand that I can't come in right now because of the flu business that's out here. There's a flu bug out here, and they don't want to have me bring it in. So we got to be careful. After their four kids left home, Wes and Luella moved to a smaller place in a different part of town. Wes likes it because he can grow better tomatoes there. His dog, Satchmo, keeps him company. Satchmo is named after Louis Armstrong, the famous American trumpeteer from New Orleans, Louisiana. Anyway, you're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's all kinds of traffic out here, but the nice thing is it's nice and sunny. So I'm going to go and put some pea vines up uh, in the garden. That's my project. And I'm going to string up some vines, some pea vines. Wes's visits with Luella are short because of the virus situation. But like a bird on the windowsill, he keeps showing up. I'm going to grow some peas in the garden. Yeah. I'm going to go right away. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and work in the garden. On sunny days, Wes likes to be in his garden while his solar panels collect enough energy to charge his home and Tesla. So I just wanted to come and say hello to you, and you look good. Yeah. I'll get some more drugs for you. Okay, dope. Bye-bye. Hold me close and hold me fast. The magic spell you cast. This is Lovey and Rose. When you kiss me, heaven sighs, and though I close my eyes, I see.